welcome back to today's episode of the Business of Wellness. I'm so glad to be here with you. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I have such an incredible guest to share with you today. I cannot wait for you to hear this episode and let me know what you think. My guest today is Carrie Glassman. She is a celebrity nutritionist, healthy cooking expert, and wellness thought leader. She is a dietitian, and we do share an alma mater. She's also the founder and CEO of Nutritious Life and the Nutritious Life Studio. Wow, it's hard for me to say that back to back, but I I don't know. It works because it's a fantastic name, Nutritious Life Studio. Okay. It's an online certification that provides unparalleled forward-thinking education to individuals of a whole wide range of backgrounds, including clinicians. It's a wonderful conversation, and I'd love to hear what you think. Please, when you have a chance, make sure that you leave a five-star rating and share a review. Let let me know what you think about the episode, about the podcast, about the new brand, about the new name, the business of wellness. We're here. We've made it. We made it to our new season. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking, but as always, let me know if you have questions. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Jacqueline London RD and at Jacqueline London on TikTok. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Okay. Let's do this. We're ready. My biggest first question for you this, this is where we really have to start because you reminded me of something with what we were just talking about offline about our intentionality when it comes to making plans and like actually doing the things we want to do. Do you think there's no, this is going to be a controversial statement, but <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> a little bit like there's nowhere great to eat for the value in New York. Oh my God. Thank oh my you. God. Wait, I can't Thank believe you're you. saying that. I cannot believe you're saying that. I, literally, I had that conversation twice over the past week. Two times <laughs> I've had this conversation in the past couple of weeks. About a week and a half ago, Kenny and I were going to go to dinner on a Friday night. I was exhausted. It was a Friday. You know, I don't drink a lot. I wanted yeah. to have one great drink because yes. I'm going to have it. It has to be great. I wanted to have a little bit of delicious food in a great atmosphere. And I said, I don't want to go downtown. I want to stay in the neighborhood because I'm exhausted, but I do want to go out and have a little bit of a date night. Yes. We're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My like, God, I want to go there. I want to go there. That's not great. That's not great. It's a gross food, not good quality food back and forth. Finally, he said, do you want me to make you a great cocktail here? And I said, that sounds fabulous. I went, I showered, I put on my sweatpants <laughs> and I got out of the couch and we stayed home. And then I think, we, and they, he ordered a sushi roll and I had some Siete chips and guacamole. Like right. that's right. what I ended up doing right. because there was nowhere like that I was dying to go to. And then I had the conversation also over um, the weekend with a friend uh, because I was at her house and she, anyway, she'd gotten me some great delicious little muffin thing. It was just something Whoa. for breakfast. But anyway, it wasn't in the city. And I said, of course. I like, we don't of course have not. any of these, just these like, go to farm to table, delicious little neighborhood places like this, like where I, and I'm like, isn't it crazy that it's New York city? So I am with you. There are some amazing types of restaurants. Of course we know it's New York city, but those go to just incredible quality food. It's hard here. Why? How? It's become (laughs) impossible. I'm totally with you on this. It's the great, we're missing the great atmosphere with the great food. Yes. Combined. And it used to be found in like your local, like pop-up or like someplace that was sort of, that seemed like a hole in the wall, but then you get inside and it's amazing or it doesn't really matter because it's just like so cozy and familiar and everyone knows your name when you walk in or something. There's just, it's the value that's missing. It's like either- it's really expensive and fancy and yes. you feel like the food is okay. Yep. Or it's 
really, I, although I would say I can't even really think, I can think of a couple places that are still making great food, but we're missing this like middle ground where you don't have to pay your mortgage payment through your dinner. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I actually, you know, we are saying this, I said this came up twice in the past 10 whole weeks. I'm thinking about it. It came up again yesterday yes. when I, I had gone for a walk in the park. I was meeting my friend quickly to have a lunch in between two other things where he was running somewhere. I was amazing. going to get the kids. And I was like, I want a delicious, amazing quality oh. salad. And he listed this one place. Then another place. I'm like, no, oh, nope, that nope, wasn't it. nope. And we ended up at a diner. We ended up at the diner, which, you know, was fine. I had a Greek salad and grilled chicken and it was fine, but it wasn't that like what we're talking that just yes. next level quality with yes. taste and not a fortune and not Uber fancy. This is another thing that I know my mom will listen to this episode and be proud of me for saying this. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> so I can't, wait. I can't wait. This is her big, her biggest thing about really, and it goes such a long way. And then you think about it, like once she started talking about it over and over again, then it became something. Now I'm like, this is really deeply ingrained in my understanding of good food, which is if it's a hot food, it has to be hot. <laughs> oh, and if okay. it's a cold food, if it's ice cream, it better better not be melted, right? Like, so, so proper temperature feels like a huge <laughs> factor, but really so, elusive to a lot of places. Okay, so that's so funny because I am not a stickler with that at all. And I eat things that are supposed to be hot right out of the fridge, cold. Right. I am not a stickler with that, but Kenny is. And yes. he, it drives him crazy when he gets something at a restaurant and it's not hot. Or when the coffee isn't like super hot. hot. I want to burn or my when, tongue on that coffee. Yes, yes. <laughs> So he's made me more aware of it, although it doesn't I, bother me per se. He's definitely made me more aware of that though. I, Meanwhile, though, you know, people are going to be like, what are these two nut jobs talking about? They live in New York city. I know, <laughs> I know but you know what? I think that's I know. actually part of the problem is that the expectation is yes. your, I have paid for this service because like you're eating out of the fridge. You're like, I expect this to be cold. Yes, it's exactly. It's my own damn fault that I didn't heat the chicken up. The you're like, all right, I'm, I know I'm eating cold chicken, but you go to a restaurant and you're like, why is this cold? It upsets right. me. Like you're just it's like this looming thought. No, I know. I mean, it's mildly insane, but it, but then you start thinking about it. You're totally right. Once you start thinking about it, you're like, oh no, I'll never forget this again. <laughs> right. Right. Now you've got it in my head. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, good luck having a cup of coffee today, Carrie. I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. Okay. But it's Let so funny us... that you, it is. It's funny that you brought that, that topic up though, right? because we do, I talk about it and sometimes I feel like, like what's wrong with me that I'm saying this, it's New York city. <laughs> I know. No, I know. And I feel like we're all thinking it just a tiny bit, but no one is really willing you know to say it out loud. So we're bringing Jackie, it out. We're bringing it out. It. You I said, said it. it. You got it out there. <laughs> it's out of the closet. Okay. It's out there. All right. We've got, we have many things to talk about, but you've got to tell us about nutritious life. That's really where I want to start. I want to start from, I don't know that, I don't know what I would call it present day, but it's more present day than let's say your, um, your books, for example, like your, your, um, amazing books, which are all, I definitely have them all somewhere here, but are they color coded? I don't know, but they're somewhere <laughs> here. There's somewhere here. I trust you. Let's, I exactly. You. Let's talk about Let's talk about nutritious life. What was the idea? Where did it start? Where did the idea come from? And let's start there. 
Okay. So I think you're talking about the nutritious life studio when you're asking yes. about nutritious yes, life. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So yes. just to clarify, so the nutritious life studio. So it's funny. I actually go, it goes way back to where the idea started. When I first, I first started my practice in 2002 is when I signed my first lease and I opened my first office because I was, I was, it was right before I became pregnant with Rex, mm. who's going to be 20 in May, which is just crazy that it was that long ago. Really <laughs> it's crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, I won't go off on a tangent about time because that's all again, that's a whole other conversation. Like where is life going? Right. Anyway. Um, but during that time, when I started my practice, there's a couple things. First of all, I really put into place this philosophy of nutritious life, of these pillars, of all of these things working together, stress and sleep and hydration and relationships. And I knew I wanted to talk to my clients about that. And I didn't want to just talk about diet and exercise. So that the philosophy part of nutritious life, that was there from the very beginning. Um, And I even sometimes tell the story about how it was incorporated into my very first logo Mm. of my business all those years ago. Anyway, while I was though setting up my practice, I started this binder, literally this binder is about this thick, like this big three ring binder. And I said, I put in like session one for a tab and then session two. And I created the forms and the tools and the handouts that I was going to, how I was going to see clients. And as I was building this, I thought to myself, I I don't know what I am doing. I'm just doing it (laughs) and I'm trying to put it all together. But I said, I have my master's in clinical nutrition. I talk about nutrition all the time, but I have no clue really how to coach, how, how to counsel, how to set up a business, you know, how to, what to do in that first session with the client, what to do in that second session, you know, everything from the, how to translate nutrition science into language that clients could then use and make actionable. So everything from the translating the nutrition science to the setting up a business to just the protocol to follow. I didn't, and the coaching, I didn't Mm. have any of that knowledge from my master's degree. And you know, at the time we didn't have social media. So it's not like you could even follow someone and, or DM them and ask them a question. And there wasn't any of these online, there was nothing online to gather information like this. So I really felt like I was just alone on an island. Totally. totally. (laughs) And so I really did. I felt like I'm like, I'm alone and I want this information. I went, so anyway, so I just started doing, I really just like jumped and said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out as I, you know, find that parachute as I go down. And I created, again, I'll go back to that binder. And I, and I just started seeing people and I started doing it and I filled into that binder, everything from business information to you know, handouts and tools for clients. And I real and I just continued to sort of edit it and it evolved and it became sort of my Bible for running my business and seeing clients. So for coaching and counseling and for running the business. And I remember wait, as I was first developing it back to your original question, I've kind of gone Mm -hmm. on a tangent there. No, this is so good. This is so good. I love it. Yeah. As I was developing it, I remember thinking like, I want to do this for other people one day because I wish yeah. this existed for me right now. So oh my God, as yes. I started developing that, and then I hired my first dietitian to work with me and then my next one, and I use that to train people. So 
I kind of went back to that binder and said, see, I want to take this and not just do this for the dietitians in my office, but I want to get this out to every dietitian yes. out there so that they can have basically this practice in a box so they can go and do and be your own person and have yeah, your own right. style and your own niche and do it all your own. But why not have the tools and the playbook to do it faster, easier and better without making some of the same mistakes I did? So I really, I guess, so that's where the Nutrition Life Studio really came from, but it starts, so it's, it started, like the idea was there. There was right. a little seed of that idea when I was really developing that binder way back when, you know, 20 plus years yeah. ago. Then fast forward, you know, fast forward, I was doing lots of things like, you know, seeing clients, as you mentioned, writing books and media and all of these other things. And I would, and I sat down with someone and they said to me, and this is about seven years ago now. Yeah. And he said to me, so what do you really want to do? What's like that thing you really, really want to do that is just like in you. And I said, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I have this binder. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally was like, I got this binder and I want to get it out to the world. <laughs> no, but I did. In so many words, I said something He's like, like how that. Big, how is big that binder? Is exactly. <laughs> no, and I did. And I said, you know, I have met with some people about like licensing it and doing this. And, but I, I, I've just gotten distracted with other things, but eventually I really want to do that. I want to get my philosophy out there and I want to help other people, you know, do what, what was difficult for me to do because I didn't have this. I didn't have the playbook. I didn't have the roadmap. I didn't have the community. I didn't have those business tools. So I want to get that out there for people. And so I said, but I've just really been looking for that right sort of partner or someone or the time, has, the right time hasn't come. And he said to me, he was like, well, why don't you just do it? You can just do it on your own. And I looked at him like, huh. really? Like right. I can just do this? <laughs> like, I don't need like a, like I can just create, he's like, and this was right when like online education was really starting. It was like percolating, you know, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was getting right. out there. So it wasn't such a big thing. So creating courses online, things like Kajabi didn't exist. Like those right. companies didn't exist. So anyway, I was actually at the time about to film um, a TV show that no, there was one season of it. I don't know. You probably don't remember it, but it was called cook your ass off. It was sort of the healthy version well, of chopped. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wait, if you don't, by the way, if you never heard of it, you don't remember that. Totally name, cool. Yeah. No, I, that, no, 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 no. That name doesn't leave you because it's the best name ever. Where is that name? name? Can you get yeah. it back? I, I, well, it was, it was not mine. So it was by the producers of Chopped. So I'm sure they have it somewhere. But anyway, um, it was only one season. It was on HLN. And, but anyway, I was about to film that. And that was, that was three weeks. And I said, you know what? When this done, when this is done, we're filming this. I'm going to take my binder. Yes. and turn it into video content and I'm going to do it. And that's, that's, that's that amazing. wasn't such a short story, but that is the short story of how it really all began. What's so amazing about that, first of all, is that just to have the thought, I don't think there's even enough. We don't spend enough time celebrating the fact that you even had the thought to say, this should be video content going from a binder to a video because I would be stuck there. I would just be stuck at the binder. This could be so many things. What's it going to be? And then just the decision that was like a seamless transition for you to say, this is going to go, I'm going to do this right, right away. Next. I'm just not going to stop to even ask questions in the best possible way. Cause it needs to come out into the world. It's an amazing, that's an amazing thought process. Like that alone is so insightful and so much forethought that, co uh that comes into that. Cause how could you have known we'd all be sitting here 
you did know, you knew that we would just sit on our phones <laughs> like this. I know it is kind of, it is kind of funny that I, that, well, again, like I said, I will give credit. You know, I was sitting there with someone who said, just, right. you can turn it into a course right. and you can, you can do that. So I can't take all the credit that I, you know, someone helped me go from A to B to think there, but and then the next part of it that let's do this as soon as I finish yeah. filming, I literally finished filming on a Friday and we started on a Monday filming this Amazing. course. So, so that part of it, that's just the entrepreneur in me. That's how right. I've always been. When I get an idea that I'm yeah. really passionate about, like really yeah. passionate about, and it's like, it's just in me, I want to do it yesterday. And right. so that's why I, that's why, again, I was about to film this, this, I was about to film the show and I was like, okay, the minute this is done. So right. you know, behind the scenes, I was like setting up like the production and the this. And I remember that that had been a very long three weeks of filming yeah. from like, I'd leave my house at five, get home at eight. And my kids were wow. you know pretty little at the time. Right. Um, it was a long three weeks, but I was like, and I remember someone saying, um, someone in my office saying to me, are you sure you don't want to put this off for like a week or two? I was like, uh-uh, no way. No, we're not pushing way. off a moment. Right. We are going, we are doing this. Right. We are get. we are filming it. So I kind of just like kept the momentum for it going. Wow. And yeah, but I, th- but again, you're an entrepreneur too. You get that. I, but it's like, I know that feeling so well. And it kind of starts, I don't know if you feel like this. I'm just making myself laugh as I say it. I, I don't know if you feel like this, but it kind of starts in my stomach. Like I, I feel, feel, it feels a little bit like, oh, I yeah, have, I have to do this. Like it's a little, like when people say gut feeling, I'm like, this is the gut. Like it starts like, and then I feel my heart rate go up a little bit. And then I'm like, like, it kind of like goes from here, like, and then it gets to my brain and I'm like, oh, I have to move on this immediately. Yes. But you're, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, it is gut feelings are real. Did you, did you read the mind gut connection, by the way? I think it's the mind gut connection that gives that visual of the picture of the gut with and associates it with different feelings. So they show you what your gut looks like when you're happy. They show you what your gut looks like when you're sad. I think it's the mind gut connection. I I think it's that book. I've read so many books on that topic, but I think it's that book and I'll send you the, I'll look for it after and send you that visual. But it's so, it's so interesting how, like when you're feeling a certain way, because there is, we know that mind gut connection again, this is a whole other conversation, but your gut does look a certain way because I mean, there is, there's, there's that connection. And you know, with the microbiome and, you know, the different bacteria are sending signals up to your brain with those feelings. So that was real. You're when you feel that, I mean, you know, that's real. I don't need to tell you that you know that, No, but but it's a crazy. but you have to listen to that. That's why you have to listen to it. I also, I also feel like there's the other type of that, which is sort of like a cousin. It's a cousin of that same feeling where you know, you're going, uh, maybe this is little bit more hyper specific, but like where, you know, that you have a feeling that, that you're going to do something or that you're, and you're not really sure that it's right. So there's like a, there's the conflict feeling. Yeah. That's the other similar. I mean, my GI tract feels like overworked, you know, (laughs) that's how that, that's really where that plane lands. Yeah. There's the other one. There's the other kind of cousin of the good of the positive feeling. Well, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's where, I mean, that's like the, I, I don't know if the, what, the, if it's, this is even the right, I, I don't know the right exact way to explain or to say this, but it's sort of like that bazillion dollar question of, yeah, do I listen to my gut right now? 
but my gut's confused. Right. No, <laughs> or my, exactly. my, 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 my gut, I don't know if my gut, like my gut is saying this, but I think my gut might be, you know, a little, a little off, confused at little the moment. Base. Right. <laughs> right. Like, so there's that, there's that, my gut is saying this, yeah. my mind is saying this, but my mind really seems rational and on it. My gut seems off, but, or yes. the opposite, you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it, that's why it's sometimes it's really hard. And I do think, and I said before, you have to listen to your gut. But it, yeah. it is trite to say it because oftentimes it's not that simple. You right. know what I mean? Oftentimes it's not that simple. Thank you for saying that. Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. So validating. It really feels good to hear it from some, from someone else who I respect and adore as much as you. You know what I mean? Like it feels very validating to be like, yeah, yeah no, like sometimes that's totally it. And then other times it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, I mean, and that's why. I mean, yeah, your, your brain gets busy doing a lot of the work too, right? And, right. Your, and, and your brain does, deserves to take some credit there too. We can't leave it all to our guts. No, but I think, it will, but again, going back to it's, it's the mind gut, right? Yes. There's a, there is a connection there. A thousand percent. All right. So you are, so now in this three weeks, so you're, so you're, you film cook your ass off. Yep. You start on a Monday with filming the, what would become Nutritious Life Studio, but yep. at the, at the time you're thinking, this is my binder. This is called binder by Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, so, so while we were filming the whole yeah. thing, the thought was it's the nutritious life certification. It's the nutritious life certification. Oh my God. And, How amazing. And, and right before, so then we, so then as I built the course, as we were editing the videos and by the way, I wasn't editing videos, right. but as the videos were being edited, <laughs> I definitely can't do that. <laughs> I can do lots of things. Can't do that. But anyway, as we were, as the videos were being edited and uh, we were developing the coursework to go along with the videos during that time. And we were also updating the website because the, the course was going to live on the website, nutritiouslife.com. It was literally like two days before launch. And I said, we can't call this interesting certification, because then that's just one product from nutritious right. life. And I don't want this just to be a product from nutritious life. Right. I want this to be a whole, a school, a whole, yeah. a whole, like a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I originally called it the nutritious life school. It was originally the nutritious life school. Um, that's what it was. The nutrition school is what we called it. Well, so it was originally, originally the nutritious life school. And then we launched with the nutrition school. We since changed it to the nutritious life studio. I Cause I think that it, we yeah. thought it also had more of a, because the whole program is online. We do do some live yeah. events, but it is really online. We felt like it had more of an online vibe to it, whatever, but we didn't want it to just be the certification because I knew I wanted to create other courses other certifications within it. So I didn't want it to just be this one certification living there. I wanted to create a place where I could then create other, uh, other courses again, and certifications for people to continue to develop whatever, wow. whatever they needed to develop or other skills within this nutrition and wellness space. Okay. So I've got to jump ahead for a second, because the thing that I think is the most unbelievable and anyone who is listening to this, who has had any experience with our, with our, Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Say <laughs> this is really like the zillion dollar question, which is you went and had this accredited by the academy, so dietitians could receive continuing education for this, which I think is such a big deal. Harry, when you tell people how many credits this is, I'm also I also I don't even think that I made this connection in my brain. Speaking of gut brain connection, did not make that. <laughs> 
tell, tell us about the process. Tell us about the rationale and, and tell everyone how many credits just saying how many credits people receive. Okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, um, going back to the binder and why I created this, I created it. And, and actually one thing I do want to clarify. So I created it originally thinking this was just for dietitians because yes. again, this was something I didn't have as a dietitian yes, right. and I wanted dietitians to have it, the coaching and counseling, the nutrition science, you know, translated right. into consumer language and the business. So that again, going way back to then, like it was created originally for dietitians because I wanted them to have that knowledge to make their lives mm. easier and to make them more success, help them be more successful. So going back to that, the reason I wanted people to get continuing ed credits was because we take all these classes and, and we have to do all this continuing ed work. Like why not get credit for all of this? Right. right so you right. get 62, 62 Fun. of your 75 continuing ed credits. If you do the course literally signing. I'll up. go back to the process Tomorrow. in a second, but I do want to, I do want to mention something when I did, when I was filming it I, by that point, um, I had decided I am not just doing this for dietitians and, yes. you know, and I definitely think there are probably some people out there that think, well, why would you do it? Not just for dietitians, you're a dietitian. And, and then I'm sure, you know, our, yeah. our field, you know, that I'm sh some people, some people agree with how I did it. Some people probably don't. And that's absolutely okay. Right. <laughs> that's, what makes, right. that's what makes the world go round. But this right. is what I, what I believe and what I, and what, what I felt very strongly about was there are incredible people out there yeah. that are not dietitians that don't want to be dietitians that don't need to be dietitians that are giving nutrition information. And yes. that doesn't mean that they should give medical nutrition therapy. That yeah. doesn't mean that they shouldn't stay in their scope of practice. They 1000% should, but there are a many, I've met so many incredible, everyone from nurses to trainers, to healthy chefs that are brilliant and knowledgeable and have more education than I do as a dietitian, have all kinds right. of other education, even if they aren't dietitian, but they want that foundation and they want that platform and they want the community um, from a dietitian. They want all that knowledge from the, from a dietitian. And I respect that. And I, and I, and I, I admire people that want to get that foundation so that they're not training someone, let's say, and giving out information they've read here and there, but they have a philosophy, they have something they can follow. And we also teach people to stay within their scope of practice oh so God. that they stay in their scope. And if they're not a dietitian, they're not doing again, like I mentioned, medical nutrition therapy. Right. So I was very, um, I was really, I, I really wanted to be a, cause I knew also there are all these other people giving information out there. So I said, why not empower these other people right. that are giving nutrition information out there? Why not empower them to give better more sound quality information and help them be more credible. Right. Because the truth is like, there's only so many dietitians out there. Let other people also give good, solid information. And again, and even within our community, which our community is so awesome and strong, people will refer to, let's say someone will have someone that's a client says, oh, this person is, you know, they've got this GI or let's say they've got Crohn's or something. And I really want them to see a dietitian. Is there a dietitian in our program that I can refer them to, you know? And so, and then there'll be someone else who says this person really needs more. Um, I don't know, uh, let's say accountability or work yeah. with whatever else they might be dealing with. And I don't do as much coaching. I do more of this. Can, is there anyone else in the community? Like people will reach out to people asking those questions and referring people. So I feel, um, I felt, I felt very strongly that I didn't want to make it just for dietitians, but, or not, but I should say, and yeah. for dietitians, I wanted to empower them 
further with getting, again, their continuing ed credits. So, and just to go, and and just to finish, because you asked me also how I went about that, going about that, you go to the CDR, Mm. you you go in and say you want, you basically go to the CDR website, you fill out the forms where you have to give the, um, you have to give the curriculum, you have to give the hours, you have to give um, the bios of any of the of anybody that is teaching in the course. And then I believe you also have to have, I think it's two or three, I can't remember the moment, two or three um, referrals from colleagues, from other dietitians oh, out there referring the program. Yeah. So the process is when you have to gather all your materials, but yeah. then they go through it and they either approve or they don't. And they decide how many credits you should get. I mean, 62 is... <laughs> It's a huge number. It's a huge number considering that it's it's always that that peril that that's another gut feeling where you feel like the elevator <laughs> is dropping when you realize that your your entire credential is about to expire in about three days, right. which is sort of what happened to me this year. By the and way, I we've all been there. I didn't realize. Right. Thank you. Thank you. We've I all we have all been there where you, where you say to yourself, "How did five years just go by? Five right. years just went by." I got to get a lot of credits. And what's so frustrating is usually you've done a lot of things. Oh, that you've you done all of it, for, but, but you, you have forget no idea. to log them. Exactly. <laughs> right? You forget to log it. You forget <laughs> to, you know, yeah. Carrie, I was hunched basically in this chair, hunched over my computer, which was not on the nice little riser that it's on at this moment, hunched over my computer, looking through my calendar from 2017. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I was like, uh let's see, did this update? Like, you know, cause I didn't have the same computer. Like it was just insane. I, I, it was really, it was a dark time. I feel like now I have a plan for the next five years because I know where I'm going to be and what I'm going to be doing, which is I'm going to be getting nutritious live certified. How <laughs> genius. I love it. You're genius. awesome. No, You're really, so good. It's such a power. And you need to be a guest speaker, made. actually. You oh need gosh, to be a I guest would... speaker. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up for that because you have it. so much incredible knowledge and you did, you spoke at the masterclass. So you've yes. already been a guest speaker. I want to get you again. I'm like I said, I'm going to hit you up to be a guest speaker actually in. in the program itself. Oh my God. We add people all the time. I'm so in. That I would die. Because I would love that. Can you imagine me so taking the class system. though? And then seeing myself, would that be weird? Is that allowed? <laughs> I think it's allowed. I'm going to make it allowed. It's, okay. it's allowed. Carrie says it's allowed. It's I'm going to make it be allowed. allowed. <laughs> this is the other thing that I just think is so important and powerful. And I love what you said about this, which is that it's not medical nutrition therapy, but it's not just anyone can say anything about nutrition, right? Because you're so right that there's a huge gap in between those two things, which is you have the, the education, the training, the clinical part of you, that is the medical nutrition therapy and the ability to apply that in practice. You are taught that to some extent. And, and certainly there's always like ways to get, you know, better at that. And the practice of it is not necessarily baked in depending on what you decide to do after your internship, whatever. But the other part of it is that I would get so worked up seeing people giving nutrition advice that, and by the way, the, the way that you position Wait, this just is lost so, you for a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I um, lost you for one sec. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Good. Sir. okay yep. good. No, but sir. the way that you position this is so powerful to me because I think that there, in addition to people who are, let's say in media and talking about nutrition or in other areas or their trainers, or they are coaches in other areas that somehow touch a part of nutrition. There's also people who seem like they should be qualified to give nutrition advice and are not. And therefore this is the perfect. So I think of all the time, like physicians giving nutrition advice where I'm like, 
like I, I my mother-in-law told me this this story yesterday where the the nurse practitioner at her cardiologist's office had given her basically the textbook MNT for um for like uh, arrhythmia for like um like essentially just like th- these are the foods to avoid and it was foods that now that like probably about 10 10 to f- maybe 12 years ago almost would have been starting to become outdated right and i thought to myself like ah and i said to her like okay but this is temper like we're just going to do i was like i'm not i'm not trying to intervene but like let me intervene for a second <laughs> Right. But I just looked at that list and I was like, what? Like where that is so that's so backwards. But the thing is, no one has come in to kind of update this and no one has told this person and she's doing continuing ed for nurse practitioners. So it makes complete right. sense that that would be out of date. Right. right? And, and by the way, someone like that, too, we actually have lots of nurses in our program yes. for that exact reason, right. because they know, listen, I know all about this with nursing, but I actually I wasn't trained in nutrition and I don't need to go and become an RD and do all of that science. I have a lot of that, but I want those, that, that the foundational knowledge, I want that science. I want that information and I want a community and I want somewhere I can go and ask people questions. And so actually a lot of people do it for that reason. And so that's exactly it. Like that type of, that person would be perfect to, you know, have just this type of a certification to up-level that type of information so that they could then bring it to your, do you say mother-in-law? Yes. Yes. Bring updated no, information. Exactly. No, it's so true. It really is. It's such an important, it's such an important role. And I'm so, so in awe of you for having that kind of, that insight of even just when you were in private practice to say, I'm going to put this in a binder. This, by the way, listeners really speaks to dietitians. This is such a, this is such a perfectly dietitian thing. It's Type like, a. we got to have our Type files, a. right? Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> let me just make sure we got with the right file, like the, the binder, it's the binder. And, and then totally. it went and became something huge. I also think about how, do you remember, I don't know if this was, if you had this in your internship, but yes, I know what you're going to say. Binder. It was also that, called that, a binder. Yes. Yes. It's that little thing. What was that called? I think I still have it somewhere. I actually, it's funny. My parents, um, they moved a while ago, but they had like cleared out their storage unit a couple, right. I don't even know, just a couple years ago. And I ended up with all of these boxes of stuff from high school, college, like all of this stuff from us. And I found that. And now actually now I'm thinking to myself, but what happened to it since? Right. <laughs> what did I do with it? It was this little black, you had to get that notebook. It was like yes. three by five or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it had like, I think yes. abbreviations in it, yes. but also it was meant to be then like at the end of your internship, you were supposed to like have a larger, but I don't know. Anyway, the point was that like the organization you was the forced into you. Yes. That's it. Right. But I think it's so maybe, so maybe I've never even actually put that together with this. This is really funny for all you dietitians out there. You you get this conversation, (laughs) non-dietitians, you might not get this, but that little, I never really connected the dots between that little binder. I got to go find that and this, Yes. but what really does, what, what definitely was there is that sort of type A, the binder, the getting, being super organized, having to and feeling like, are you ever organized enough? Oh yeah. It does that. No, no, no. The never, answer to that is no. Never. And it's an okay. <laughs> it's just beeline to acceptance is what I would say to that. Like, you've just got to beeline to it. Like you're never nope. going to be, you're, it's never going to be there. No. Nope. Okay. So here's, Here's the other. Piece By the way, we can go to th- we can go to therapy for that together because exactly. I, can tell I that think that's that like, could be. A I'm like therapy. both of us are really saying we're like wow we're never we're, like, we're, we're never organized enough. <laughs> we're accepting. Oh. I'm like I feel like we both could use a little help with that. 
<laughs> anyway, sorry. To be like, <laughs> like Reiki. Like I need someone to give me like, it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to be that organized. Wait, so I actually, okay. <laughs> wait, this is funny. I actually, um, I always say one of my like de-stressing things when I'm really having a moment of just like stress and I need to I regroup my two, my one is clean out a drawer to any drawer. It doesn't matter what drawer clean out a drawer. It brings such a sense of calm. It's everything. I love it. it. Is, I just everything. love. This is what I mean. It's not, it's in the water. It's in something that they served at NYU. Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> so like it's in the same. It's sometimes it's a closet. Sometimes it gets away from me and it, because I like it so much that I have to really contain it because like, otherwise oh, I'll then be you can reorganizing just, every day. Oh right? yeah. And procrastinate everything else in your life. You're like, it doesn't right. matter that I it's am the noble building. obstacle. Yeah, yes. exactly. It doesn't matter what I'm doing in an hour. I'm supposed to be right. on live television, but I have right. a sock drawer right. to color code. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is exactly it. If you were going to go back, I get, well, yes. You can take this from wherever, whatever time, whatever point in okay. time you want to take it. If you were to go back and give yourself like a piece of advice, like what is one thing that you wish you had known before? you took this path this can be anything although it's a hard question <laughs> yeah that is a really hard question I'm thinking I like it I like it well this isn't directly answering it but yeah these are the things that are coming up for me yes okay talk it out so I like a couple of the things that are coming up for me are I wish I had had a little better sense of some of the tech that went into everything. So then I could have connected some of the dots beforehand. You you know how I was talking about like the binder and I said, oh, even when I was starting the binder before I'd even really started my practice as I was doing it, I got that idea in my head. And I had like that, I had that thought that was out there for about like the future. So I, I do that in that like sort of creative marketing way with certain things, but that technical thinking ahead, I I didn't have it all. Yeah. And, and it's okay. Now I know at least where to go and who to ask to ask for that help, but I wish I had even dove into it further. Almost like I wish I knew what I didn't know more so that again, I wouldn't have necessarily been the person to do it. Right. But I could have gone a step further. And, and Karen Rogers, who's this incredible person on my team, who's mm-hmm. worked with me for over a decade. Um, she really takes on the majority of the tech side of things, but I'd say even together then at the time, like I wish I'd had a little bit more of that knowledge or again, just knew a little bit more. What I didn't know. So that, that came up for me. And then the other thing that just is again, coming up for me is the value of all of the networking and relationships that I had built over the years. So when I started this, you know, I had already been in business for about 15 years. Um, and I had been doing the work I had been doing everything, you know, from writing books to doing TV, to working with brands, to seeing client after client, after client, after client. I mean, like you, I mean, I'd been, we've been working in this world for a long time. And then as I started building the program and I, and I did my live events where I have people come in on as experts, where I did other, um, where I have people come on as guest experts on our Zooms or where I'll just partner with someone on something. You know, I ask people to do those things and they say yes, because right. I have built these relationships over the years. And I just, I did that out of 
loving to meet people in the industry, right. building real friendships, real yeah. business relationships and, and giving to people. Like, yes. I can't tell you how many times, like people call me and ask it for real. They want, they really, they truly, they reach out and ask for whether it's coffee, whether it's a zoom, whether it's something. And I, oh, I really have given a lot of these. I'm not, I'm so not trying to put myself on the back there, but I always have thought like if someone asks for help, <laughs> no, but if someone asks like, and yeah. they really are putting yeah. that kind of energy, I want to give. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like if someone Absolutely is really true. like, they really are putting in that effort. Cause I think of myself being young and hungry and like, yeah. I mean, I still think of myself as not as young, yeah. but no, hungry. I'm totally And I feel with like you. if you put yeah. yourself out there and you want to do the work, like that's what I'm doing in my program is helping people help people. So why would I not help? So, but over right. the years of doing that, whether it was giving to someone and sitting down and having coffee and giving some advice, whether it was, you know, talking through something in a green room mm. with someone who's in a, an adjacent, you know, business, yeah. whatever it was, all of that, I didn't realize how valuable that was going to be. Cause I didn't think of that as like part of the program. Right. But now it's a huge value in the program. We have so many incredible experts in the program. Like I just brought that up to you in this conversation That's and you've so spoken smart. at my masterclass, yeah. but I think I would have maybe again, so this isn't necessarily what I would have done different, but mm. I almost wonder, um, it's just something I hadn't thought about. And now yeah. I, I, I appreciate and I value. So I guess it brings up the other point of anybody who is out there who is getting into this business. It, there is not, people want quick fixes because there's this quick rush to, you know, social yeah. media fame. People think like they're going to like all of a sudden, like, you know, be this massive success and have a bazillion followers and do this. And I always say like, you got to put in the time and work, work into doing your practice yeah. to become an expert at what you do, what you're actually doing. Yes. And you have to put in the time and effort and work of just experience and being with people and meeting people and talking to people and, you know, in your field yeah. and like, and that just doesn't happen overnight. That takes time and that takes, you know, hours and work and years, not just hours. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, Oh my God. I have so many things to say that. First of all, I think the, the other huge part of that is what you just said about community and about how building, building your business with the idea of community as such a huge part of that really speaks to, I, because I totally agree with you. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, which is that like, there are some relationships that may be, that may seem like, is it weird if I reach out, I haven't seen that person in 20 years or like whatever it is, but I, I, I always feel so amazing when I hear from someone yeah. that is asking, because I also think it takes so much to ask for a specific type of help that you would then get to the end result, which is reaching out to me. Because I think to myself all the time, oh my God, I need help. But I don't know how to actually put, like for whatever whatever it is that I'm working on that I might need help with, I'm happy for myself that I can recognize I need help, but I don't know yet what specific question to ask or who to ask right. it of. So the fact that someone has gotten to that place that then they can say, I would love your advice on yeah. is a huge, it, it like only makes our community stronger. Like our group of practitioners, dietitians, everyone who is in this space of coaching in any specific way, it only makes it stronger when we can actually ask and give and then yeah. keep but you, going. You just brought up something. It's so important though. It's like, going like being able to do that, getting from, you know, A to Z or getting from that. Okay. I have a question I want, you know, and getting yes. to the, let's say the Z being the 
talking to that person or right. you know, that you want help from there, that, that, that is, that is a whole alphabet. Yes, <laughs> It takes a while, right? right? It is a, because, and, and I think that there's, I really am happy you brought that up because I think sometimes people just get stuck at the, I don't know, but I don't know who to ask or what to ask. And then they move right. on, Right. but give yourself the time to go to step B. Okay. So what, what would this be? What would I want to ask? Right. If I could ask anything in the world, let me dig deeper. Let me spend the next 20 minutes thinking about that. Okay. Now I've got a couple ideas. Who would be those right people? I don't know those right people, but maybe someone I know knows someone, yes. you know, and like taking the time to do that. I think people think I have a question. I don't know the answer to, and then it goes, and then they go on to the next thing and then they go yes. through the next day and it just sits there. So the fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I think so many people do get stuck there, but right. knowing like, you don't have to get stuck there. Just give yourself the time to, yes. to think about that. Right. It's like just, it's literally just about time. It's so true. It's the time to, to think. I mean, I, I think about that now because I, I am trying to, at the very least as a very, as a very small place to start to at least be able to say, um, when you get asked the question, how can I, like when sometimes you'll be around people who are like, what can I help? Is there anything I can help you with? What can I help you? And I will say not yet, but I will come back to you. It's that yeah. it's more like the, it's the pause. Like, I don't know what it is yet, but I'm sure that you can. And I would like to take you off on it, but I don't know what the question is to ask yet. So I'm going to wait and think about it and get back to you. Cause I feel like there there's, we get taught about that pause in a lot of other areas of our life, but not specifically in business all the time. And I think it's like the uniquely valuable one. Absolutely. Because too, you don't want to waste people's time. Yes, exactly. Right. And that's sort of baked in, especially for women, right? Like we're, that's already baked into us. It's like, we don't want to waste your, excuse me, sorry. I don't want to waste your time. Right. But, but it's such a real thing. Like then we get too caught up in the, I don't want to waste your time versus the, how can I specifically exactly. ask for help? You can go. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't mean it right. Exactly. You, you know, yeah. we're on the exact same page there. It's, you want to be, you want to, you just want to be, um, like we were talking about the very beginning, you want to be intentional with time. You yes. want to be intentional with your asks. You want to be intentional with who you go to. Yes. All right. I know I have to wrap us up shortly. So I have yeah. to squeeze we in. We have a few more minutes, two. by the way. Okay, we, good, we can, good, it's good. fine. We can That's actually, fine. no, let me just text Karen until I'm running five minutes late. Okay. It's fine. It's, it's internal. Perfect. I'm going to just tell her, hold on. I love um, it. Need five more minutes. Okay. Sorry. I love Karen. I love Karen, even though I've never met Karen. I feel like I like, I feel like everyone needs Karen in their lives. Like they, we <laughs> everyone need needs someone, <laughs> we need someone to help with the tech. We need it. Okay. Let's say that you could invent today. So it's really taking us away from where we were, but okay. I, it's okay. It's okay. We go where we go, where we want to go. We, let's say you could invent something today that would help make it easier for people to realize any health-related habit, goal, anything like that. If you were to invent something, a product, a service, a technology, something that is so far, it doesn't have to be actually that far away from, from your specific, from the business that you actually did invent. <laughs> but like, if you were to like sort of blank canvas, what, what would Ooh. be an area of interest for you? It doesn't Ooh. even have to be a specific thing. It could just be an area. Well, the first thing I think of is the service that we created, the purpose yeah. of that service is to, I always say for nutritious life, it's always been reached as many people as possible and help them raise their nutrition. And when I say nutrition, they're all yes. of their overall health, a right. notch. So I kind of feel like, okay, that's what we invented for that to help others help others, right? Yes. Because 
because we know, and I know this sounds like a cop answer, but I'm give me one moment, (laughs) but not at all, but because we know there isn't a quick fix and people need dietitians, people need coaches. There isn't a quick fix out there, even though there's a lot out there. There's, there are a few out there right now that we know that people think are quick fixes, but there aren't, these aren't quick fixes. And so the point of, you know, with, with creating the nutritious life studio was really to help others help others. So there's that, but, and again, because there isn't a quick fix and people do need coaching. And with that, I just want to actually mention one other thing with it, with nutrition is one of the things I think that people really get wrong is that people often go see someone for nutrition coaching, or they go to a dietitian when they're overweight and they need to lose weight, when they're diagnosed with cancer, when they get, you know, they find out that their cholesterol has skyrocketed. Right. We need to, we, I want to help people get nutrition into their lives from even a coaching perspective when they are, you know, you start going to the doctor when you're a baby, you yes. should start seeing someone for nutrition yes. when you're very young. And then whether it's once a year for someone, whether it's twice a year, but you need these checkups. And then some people need it weekly for accountability. Yes. Some people need, but coaching and addressing your nutrition is something that we should check in on. Now, again, not everybody needs it weekly. Not everybody needs it monthly. Some people need it, but at least a nutrition checkup once a year. Yes. Coaching and addressing your nutrition for prevention is something that should just be the norm. It shouldn't be when we're sick, when we're overweight, yes. when we're, you know, have whatever going on. Yeah. So that's I mean, sort of also the purpose of yes. this, of the service that I created but the other, but, and I'll, but now you just said, I, you know, if you said, if the, if the world's my oyster and I could do anything in the yes. world, I would yes. take something like my aura ring. <laughs> oh my God. And I have questions about this. Yeah. I love okay. my aura ring. I would take okay. something like my aura ring and just like, and be able to take everything we do with, with nutrition yeah. coach, nutrition and wellness coaching and implement it in there in a way that could just help people put all of these things together a little bit more on a daily basis. But yeah. I, I don't even and I know something like an aura is trying to do it, but I don't, th- I love it yeah. by the way, but we're not really yes. there. I'm kind of thinking of like the, yeah. again, like you said, world is my oyster, something connecting all of these dots. Maybe you hear your nutrition coach's voice. That's your, right. I don't know. Again, <laughs> I'm thinking like crazy here. You said world's my oyster. No, I like this, it. So I like, I don't that. know. Cause no, I do like the tech side of, point. I do like the tech side sometimes. Oh, Carrie. I mean, it's such a good point though. What you said about the, the prevent, I mean, that really, it's so powerful and so meaningful. And you're so right because I hear this now in lots of different ways, in lots of different consumer outlets and platforms and whatever that is essentially to this same effect, which is that it's, you know, don't just go to the therapy when you have a problem. You should be right. going to therapy earlier. And I think we need to, our profession needs to get comfortable saying this a lot more because we're seeing every single chronic disease is nutrition related chronic disease. Like there is just nothing that doesn't in some way impact or relate to our food choices on a daily basis. And it's not one single food choice. It's the pattern and it's the patterns that we establish over a lifetime. So how can we expect to undo all of that once we get to the place that we didn't want to be in the first place? I totally, totally with you. The prevention matters so much. Okay. I have to wrap us up. So tell me it is, you are going to space. You're going to space. Elon (laughs) called and he said, Carrie, I need you to teach my team. I need you to, to give my team a crash course in nutritious life, uh, in the nutritious life studio 
while we're in space, while we're on the, the space ship going okay. to outer space, we're going to be, a, we're going to be away for a while. Okay. What's on the menu? What are you eating? What are you eating the day before you leave? <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say like the electric chair. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I'm so glad you said Elon and space. A That's way right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for not saying the electric chair. Um, okay. So I would say a couple of my absolute favorites, and this is funny. We're really going, we're really, really going right back to where we started here with New York like city it. restaurants, because like now I'm going like to this. some New York city restaurants. I will say I would probably have Patsy's pizza from from Patsy's in 126th Street, I think it is. Oh, she's yeah. going OG, folks. Not, going OG. not just any Patsy's, right. only that Patsy's. There is that only one if you live in that, New York. Yeah. That Patsy's pizza. Um, the salt and pepper shrimp from Blue Ribbon. On oh Solo. my God, I haven't thought about that in so long. So I don't think I've had it since before. Mind. I don't think I've had it since before COVID. So now I'm I'm now my mouth is going to be watering from it too. So yeah, or maybe that's where we'll go on our date. That's where um, we're, anyway. That's it. Um that salt and pepper shrimp. And then I have to have, if you know me, you know, I love chocolate chip cookies. I have to have an incredible chocolate chip cookie right now. My favorites, I have so many favorite chocolate chip cookies, but my favorite right now is from, oh my gosh, what's the name of it? Downtown. You'll know it probably seven. Is it seven grams cafe? Seven Seven grams. Seven Seven grams. Is that what it is? Seven grams. cafe. You know why I get confused by it is because I think about 12 chairs. It's seven (laughs) grams. Is it seven grams, right? Okay. Seven grams. So my sister-in-law somewhat recently sent me the tahini, the vegan tahini chocolate chip cookies. They are the most, to me, the most delicious chocolate chip cookie I've had in a very long time. We carry that. So that's what I would compliment for. That is an extremely high compliment to that cookie. Because I do not take my chocolate chip. I do not take my chocolate chip cookies lately. She's not messing around folks. (laughs) Oh my God, that's amazing. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. Tell our listeners, where can we find more about you and about Nutritious Life and about everything that you're doing? Where do so we go? you can follow me at Carrie Glassman. That's my personal Insta, but uh, yeah, follow me there. Also Nutritious Life official on Insta. You can also go to nutritiouslife.com and yeah, and then you can click on Nutritious Life Studio and find all about the program there. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Business of Wellness. I'm your host and executive producer, Jacqueline London. If you liked what you're listening to today, please follow the show and leave a five-star rating. Share something you loved from today's episode in a review. This podcast only grows with your support. So if you enjoyed the episode, please share it far and wide. It may be the one thing that someone needs to hear to start building that roadmap today to secure a healthier, happier future. That's it for now. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.